Here's a question that will resonate with some and make others defensive. The question is this, how can you spot an immature spouse? If you're curious, stay tuned, because on this episode of Quick Counsel, we're going to be looking at how to spot an immature spouse. Welcome to the Quick Counsel Podcast, where we will give you a simple and practical understanding of counseling issues and how they might apply to your life. Here's your host, Pastoral Counselor Brett Legg. When I got married, I was 21 years old. I was a country boy and hardly been out of the county in which I was born and raised. I had very little education. I had never seen a wedding, let alone been in one. My parents' marriage was difficult at best. It was not exemplary. And I didn't have a close relationship with my father, so I had no instruction on how to be a man, let alone how to be a husband or a father. And the three years my bride and I had dated were mostly long distance, left me with no idea of what it was like to spend extended periods of time together. And to top all of this off, a few hours after we were married, we moved 600 miles away from home to start brand new jobs. It's frightening to think about my level of immaturity at the time. When I look back on it now, it seems like a train wreck waiting to happen. But somehow, we made it through. We learned how to overcome our immaturity and and put each other first. and, And it didn't happen overnight. And immaturity still crops up and shows its face occasionally, even after 41 years of marriage. But here's the thing. We're all a little immature when we get married. Before we're married, life is about me. And after we're married, life is about us. And it can be a steep learning curve to shift from me to us. But the point is this. It's okay to be a little immature when you get married. But it is not okay to stay that way. I'm concerned about a trend I see in my pastoral counseling office I feel like I'm seeing an upswing in marital strife, and more and more of it seems to be around a spouse's immaturity. And these spouses, they're not young newlyweds. They're older spouses who have been married for a while. And while the immaturity in marriage is not necessarily gender-specific, I tend to see it more in husbands than in wives. I'm sorry, guys. Just have to be straight here. So how can you spot an immature spouse? Well, I want to give you some signs you can look for to spot an immature spouse, but I want to warn you, use this list to identify immaturity in yourself first, and don't use this list as a club to beat up your spouse. Okay, how can you spot an immature spouse? First, they focus most of their non-work time and energy on themselves rather than on their spouse or their family. Another thing is they usually feel they're right and need things to go their way. They're quick to blame others rather than own their own responsibility. They feel a sense of entitlement more than a sense of gratitude. They have to be forced to be sacrificial rather than freely offering that up. They want their spouse to understand them much more than they want to understand their spouse. They tend to see things as either right or wrong. They have trouble seeing possibilities in between. They expect to receive more apologies from their spouse than they're willing to give. They get mad, they pout, or they withdraw rather than talking things out. They spend more time talking about respect than they do earning it. They feel they have to be dominant to get what they want, and they become passive-aggressive if they don't get what they want. They make decisions that affect their spouse without checking with their spouse. They give more ultimatums than compromise, 
and their wants and needs tend to come before their spouse's wants and needs. Now, that's quite a list, but there's some things I want you to remember about this list. First, it's a brutal list. No one wants to be associated with this list. So when you're reading through it or listening to it, it's easy to quickly apply it to your spouse rather than yourself. And it's also easy to quickly defend yourself when you find yourself hitting some of those things on the list. But listen to the list again. Back it up and listen to the list again. And try to be as honest as you can about yourself before reacting. Another thing about this list is all of us are guilty of violating this list on occasion. I mean, I've been guilty of everything on the list at times, and I've got the scars to show for it. But if you find one or more of these to be true frequently, or more often than not, then you may have an immaturity problem. A final thing about this list is it's not easy to see these things in ourselves. So if you're brave and really want to know your immaturity level, ask someone who knows and loves you to weigh in. And if you're really brave, ask your spouse. Now, if you ask your spouse, don't be surprised if your spouse is hesitant at first. They're going to think it's a trap. But assure them that it's not a trick and you really want to know. And then listen openly and carefully and don't react. This could be a good time of growth for both of you. Now, a final word on this. The cure for immaturity is to get your eyes off yourself, to see your spouse for who they are and what they need, to serve your spouse in ways that put them first and lift them up. Now, I'm not talking about being some kind of subservient doormat. I'm talking about being a mature, loving adult partner. And at times, this may require having some hard conversations, which will not always be well-received, especially if your spouse is the one struggling with immaturity. But growing up and being mature, no matter your age, is the best way to have a real, honest, and lasting marriage that goes the distance. Hey, thanks for joining us on this episode of Quick Counsel. I know it's a tough one, but I hope that it will help you as you look at yourself and your marriage. Now, you can find more Quick Counsel episodes at brettleg.com. That's one T and two G's or wherever you happen to get your podcast. And if you would be so kind, please subscribe and share and leave a review. You can check out more from me on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Have a great week. And join me again for the next Quick Counsel. Thanks for joining us today for Quick Counsel. This podcast is meant to give you a simple understanding of counseling issues and is in no way intended as a substitute for professional counseling or therapy. If you feel you need further help, please contact a local counselor, therapist, or physician. Thanks for listening, and we hope you will join us for the next episode of Quick Counsel.